0: Hey, it's Mark Goodman here,
1: and I'm Alan Light. And on this episode of Sound Up, legendary Heartbreakers guitarist Mike Campbell joins us to discuss Vagabonds, Virgins, and Misfits, the upcoming new album from his band, Mike Campbell and the Dirty Knobs.
2: Also joining us is Eels frontman Mark Oliver Everett. We'll be talking about their new album, Eels Time. Plus, we've got our new music picks of the week. Sound Up with Mark Goodman and Alan Light. Get it on Pandora, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: Jerry Reynolds is the man they call the car pro. He was in the auto industry for 35 years, ran his own dealerships, and was two-term chairman of the Ford National Dealer Council. Kevin McCarthy is his trusty sidekick. He's a Radio Hall of Famer who once wrecked a car of Jerry's and has been working off that debt for almost two decades now. So, with straight talk and honest answers about everything automotive, here they are. On CarPro USA.
3: And we thank you for joining us on CarPro USA. We are coming to you live today from the Houston Auto Show at the NRG Center in Houston, Texas. Beautiful show. If you're in Houston and you haven't come yet, boy, you got to swing by here. This is a fantastic show. Uh, Lots and lots of brand new vehicles that have never been debuted in the state of Texas before, including the new Mustang Mach-E, and the 2020 Chevy Corvette. Both those cars are here. And there's a lot of them. Those are the two that seem to be getting the most uh, people gathered around. Uh, But but just a great show. Fun show. It's interactive. You can test drive a lot of vehicles outside. You can test drive them inside, as a matter of fact, with this uh, Jeep camp that's going on. A lot of fun there. People are just having a ball over there testing these Jeeps.
2: Let me tell you something. I want to Jerry. do it myself. Well, they won't let you drive. There's a driver in all those Jeeps. But oh, it's, it's, it's like an amusement park ride. Surely they let me drive. And, oh, sure. I'm <laughs> sure they'll let you drive. I, I was just telling Tom Haynes, who handles our business, that if you got in line right now at Camp Jeep to get to ride a Jeep around their little roller coaster t- yeah. torture track. You might get finished by the time we're out of here, three <laughs> hours from now.
3: Well, I tell you what, I, I do see the line. It looks like people are having fun. If you want to pick my brain, it is the last weekend of the month, and that's always bargain time for consumers. We did see some very positive upticks in incentives this week, and I was sure glad to see it because it's, and I warn you about this in December, always at the first of January, the incentives back off, and they try to save some money. Uh, this year, they did the same thing, at least most of them did, and then now they're starting to ratchet them back up. They We saw a lot of movement this week. So if you put it off, and you want to take advantage of a very good buyer's market, and the reason I say that is, the dealers are having a bit of a tough month this month. Part of it is weather, part of it is the fact that this month got started off very late, They didn't start January until the 5th, the way the calendar fell. So they've got to and need to get some cars off the lot and into people's driveways. Let's talk about it. 800-926-7777. 800-926-7777. Did you have a pleasant drive from Dallas to Houston yesterday?
2: Southwest took care of getting me from Dallas to Houston yesterday.
3: I imagine I got here quicker
2: than you did then. No, (laughs) as a matter of fact, the flight attendant, you know they have entertaining flight attendants. Oh, yes. And the flight's only about a half an hour from Dallas to Houston. Right. So the guy says, as we're all sitting there getting ready to start taxiing, he says, look, people, here's the deal. We are going to have beverage service on this flight, but... It takes us 10 minutes to get up to cruising altitude where we can do the unfasten the seatbelt sign. It takes us 10 minutes to descend to the airport and land. That leaves us only 10 minutes <laughs> to serve a full plane full of beverages. So look at the menu in the front pocket, and when we're coming around, go and go. Hmm, what do you have? (laughs) I'm not sure if I wanted this or that because we're just going to leave you behind.
3: Yeah, boy, I can't blame them. They are efficient, if nothing else. Let's go to Melvin in Universal City, California, and see how we can help him. Melvin, how can I help you, sir?
1: Uh, Well, let's make that Universal City, Texas, okay?
3: Oh, okay. Universal City, (laughs) Texas it is. Do you make movies there?
1: San Antonio. Anyway, my question is, what what do you think, uh, what's your take on the 2020 Honda Passport?
3: Oh, I loved it. I reviewed it, um, I don't know, six months ago. You know, Honda had a hole in the lineup, a big hole in the lineup, as a matter of fact. Uh, They had the Pilot, big three-row SUV. They had the the CRV and the HR-V, both of them smaller. And so they had nothing for that five-passenger person that's looking at the Ford Edge. Uh, in fact, Toyota's got the same problem right now. But I, I thought it was great. I first thought that it was a bit overpriced. But then when I got to looking around, and now that they've started to put some incentives in on it, which they did. In fact, there's some good ones this month. Um, then I, I'm, I'm all in on board on it. I think it's great. I think it's a great vehicle. I think it's a great value.
1: Well, can you tell me what is the difference you think between the Elite and the Touri- Touring?
3: Well, the Touring has got a different suspension on it. So a lot of it's going to depend on what kind of ride and drive you like. If you want a softer ride, then I would get, I, I would not get the Touring. It's going to feel tighter to you. You're going to feel more of the road. It's going to, it, you're not going to get the dips. When you you know when you go into a hard corner with it, you're gonna get prettier wheels yep. with the touring. But I drive both. You know the Elite is awfully nice, and it does have a comfortable ride.
1: Is, is the Elite a four-wheel drive?
3: It comes both ways.
1: Oh, it comes both ways. Okay.
3: Yes. Okay.
1: All right. And the other question I would ask is, uh, what uh, what other vehicle would you say or suggest in comparable to the Honda Passport?
3: Well, I think, you know, the new Ford Edge for 2020 is really improved, and it looks fantastic. I, I, I'd give it a, a world look at it. Nissan Murano is a is a surprise in that category. Five-passenger, a little roomier, a little longer. Uh, drives good, runs good, uh, and got some really nice incentives on it right now. So I think between those three, and, and the other one I'd throw in, although it's going to be more money, uh, the new Chevy Blazer is a real joy to drive, and but they're they, they're pretty pricey. I mean, you're gonna spend you're gonna spend upper forties, maybe low fifties on a Blazer that's well well equipped. So
1: is a Blazer a V is a Blazer E V six or a four?
3: It comes in golly, trying to rem- I, I believe it comes in both. Now, don't hang me on that. Uh, it's okay. still pretty new. But I'm pretty sure I reviewed the, the 6 cylinder. I really do. I think I did. Go to go to our website and look under Car Reviews and just type in Blazer. You'll find it there. It's carprousa.com. And I think I shot a video with that one as well. Uh, you can see both. And we've got good Chevy dealers all over the place. 800-288. Nope. 800-926-7777 is our phone number. 800-926-7777. The website for all things car Pro USA is carprousa.com.
0: It's okay to admit that you might need a little help finding the right car, or truck, or dealer for that matter. Jerry Reynolds, the Car Pro, is just a phone call away at 1-800-926-7777.
2: This is Car Pro USA, and we're in the Houston area of the USA. Actually, we're in Houston. We're right next to to the football stadium. Yeah, Yeah, close to downtown. Um, Once in a while, Jerry puts an article in the newsletter, the free CarPro newsletter that you can sign up for at CarProUSA.com that just blows the doors off the little click counter machine that I have. This week, the irresistible article in the whole newsletter was the vehicles that people buy and dump after a year. Yep. And And there are some surprising brands on that Some
3: before a year. Yeah. And the intriguing thing is we don't know why. I mean, there was a research group that I really like what they do. I use them as a reference a lot. Um, But they didn't go into detail on why people got rid of their cars in a year or less. But it was 3.4%. And although that's a low percentage of 17.5 million cars... That's a lot of cars that went back.
2: And I, I can't imagine why the Mercedes-Benz C-Class ended up being the most traded, sold or traded within a year.
3: You know, I think people with that car, and I like that car, but I think people think it's bigger than it is, and they find out after they buy it that... You know, oh, wow, I need more room than this.
2: Mm -hmm. Um, I can see that happening. Oh, I
3: can too. And and that's why I stress to listeners constantly, be sure and take that test
2: drive and do it right. If you're not taking a 30-minute test drive, you're not doing it right. Well, with a Mercedes, most Mercedes dealers, if they think you're a serious buyer, they'll probably let you take it home overnight. Oh, yeah,
3: absolutely. No question about it. Let's go back to the phones. We talked to Sam in Los Angeles. Sam, welcome. How can I help you?
2: Ah, uh, this, this question's kind of after the point. I uh, I bought a Dodge Challenger three months ago, and I just kind of wonder where it stacks up uh, against the Ford Mustang and the Chevy Camaro. It's a basic uh, package.
1: It just has a six-banger in it. But I really, really like the car, so I, I got it.
2: I just wonder where I stand against the other cars.
3: As far as performance or reliability or quality or what are you thinking? What are you wondering?
2: Uh,
1: qual- Quality-wise, I always thought that Dodge was kind of on the bottom of the, of the scale with, compared against Ford and Chevy. And you know, I already have the car and I love it, but I just kind of
4: wonder where, where it stacks up.
3: You know, there was a time, wise. there was a time when what you said was true. Um, uh-huh. I, but of late, here, let me tell you, let me give you a real big advantage that Dodge has. They don't change their cars very often. And when you get a car that's the same year after year after year, if there were bugs, they get worked out. Chevy Camaro is very similar to that. They haven't changed that car. Mustang has been upgraded uh, several times since the Challenger has. I, I, think, I think it's probably every bit as good as the Mustang. I don't think it drives quite as good as the Mustang because when the Mustang went to independent rear suspension, that car really got to be an enjoyable driver. So, you know, I I think you did fine. Um, You you got over 300 horses. You're getting good gas mileage. You got a proven Pentastar engine. Uh, The car itself, the body, all the rest of the drivetrain, very good in that car. I think you did fine, my friend.
1: Hey, well, thank you. It's good to hear because I just love this car. (laughs)
3: I started to mess with you until you <laughs> made a horrible mistake.
2: But <laughs> Jerry likes to do that when people call in after the fact.
3: Yeah, it's hard to, it's hard to help after the fact. It really, truly is. <laughs> <I knew it. laughs>
4: hey, thanks for well, thank listening, my man. friend.
3: You take care of yourself. 800 926 7777. That opened a line. You can grab it right now. If you miss it, that's okay. Just call back as soon as you hear somebody hang up. 926. 77 77 now, also in this week's newsletter I had the dubious distinction yes I had a list of the top 10 best resale value vehicles and <laughs> the bottom 10 worst resale vehicles I own the biggest loser in the country <laughs>
2: <laughs> the Maserati Quattroporte.
3: Yes, it has the most loss of value after five years of any vehicle sold in America.
2: That means you were a really smart guy when you just leased it for a couple of years. And I knew
3: when I when I got it, I knew it had horrible resale. But the lease incentives were so good and the car is so great and I I mean that's exactly why I leased it. Then I knew that I was not going to have any equity in this lease at the end, (laughs) even though my car's only got about 4,000 miles on it. Doesn't matter. No, it doesn't matter. You can subscribe today, and you can see all these articles at carprousa.com.
0: There's a reason you don't see a brand of tuna called Friendly Dolphin. And there's a reason that Jerry Reynolds is the car pro. Let him help you find that just right car, truck, or SUV. Call at
3: 1-800-926-7777. Kenny in Houston. How can we help you, Kenny? Good
4: afternoon. Good morning,
1: Jerry. I'm kind of stuck between a, a sedan and an SUV. And the two I'm
3: looking at, are the 2020 Hyundai Sonata and the 2020 uh, Palisade.
1: I'd kind of like to get your opinion on those two vehicles as far as dependability, reliability, and what's my best choice?
3: Well, they're both, I mean, they're both fantastic, but gosh, I don't know that you could get two more opposite vehicles. What are you driving right now?
1: Well, right now I'm driving a C-Class Mercedes, Uh, but uh, I put about 70,000 miles a year on my car. And unfortunately, uh,
3: I've got, a, you know, like 200000 on this car, and the resale value, I mean, is so bad because of that. I know any car I drive, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lose a bunch on, but
1: at least with a Hyundai getting them at prices, I feel like, you know, I'm not losing as much money, you
3: know? Yeah. So you're gonna, I want to make sure
1: that they're dependable and reliable.
3: They are. Both of them. Well, I say the Palisade is. I'm going pretty much on gut feel because of the great job that Kia and Hyundai has done over the past oh I'm going to call it 8 years they're making some fantastic vehicles now you you're you're talking about a drastic difference in price between the Sonata and the Palisade I'm going to say I'm going to say it's a minimum of $15,000 you're also talking a tremendous difference in the fuel economy of both of these you got a large heavy SUV versus a really fuel-efficient, brand-new Sonata that we have a review coming up on next week, by the way. Uh, We are driving the Sonata. We're driving the Sonata this week. We'll have it in the newsletter next week. So, you know, if it were me, I would probably go with the Sonata as many miles as you're driving and trying your best not to become so upside down because of the miles that you drive. I think this new 2020 Sonata is really going to be a hit, but if it were me, I would buy a one or two year old one with low miles so that down the road, somebody else has taken that first year or two depreciation instead of you. You're never going to, driving that many miles, you're never going to outrun depreciation. All you can do is minimize it. And the way to minimize it is to buy a certified car with low miles and plan on turning it every few years before the miles get too high
0: get the car you want call the car pro
3: 1-800-926-7777 this segment of car pro usa is brought to you by o'reilly auto parts your professional parts people you want to check out their website it's Fantastic. Go to O'ReillyAuto.com.
2: You know, we talk about buying new cars on this show all the time. Jerry's always got good advice about whether you should buy or lease or get a certified pre-owned or a new one or wait till the next model or this, you know, and all that stuff. Usually new cars. But what did you tell me a couple of weeks ago? How many more used cars are sold every year than new cars?
0: Well,
3: I mean, we've five years in a row, we've sold a little more than 17 million new cars, and there's typically 40 million used cars sold
2: which in a year. Which I take to mean that if I was primarily a used car buyer, I would make sure that I printed, cut, and pasted or did something with this week's newsletter and your used car buying guide.
3: Yeah, that's brand new. Uh, if if you haven't looked at it, uh, we worked really hard on putting that together to try to help people figure out what's the best. Because so many times, you know, I see people buy used cars that should be leasing new cars, for instance. Right. I see people leasing new cars that should be buying used cars. The gentleman we had just a second ago, driving 60,000, 70,000 miles a year talking about new cars. That's not a good strategy. You just can never outrun depreciation when you're driving that many miles. And you've got to accept the fact that driving is going to cost you a whole lot more than it is most people. There's a there's a cost associated with mileage. So there you go. Let's go to Rick in Calabasas. Rick, welcome. Thank
1: you. Hi. Hi there. I have a question about... Um, Leasing a car. Yeah. I know that when you walk in to lease a car, no two people are going to pay the same price to lease that car. Um, Why is that, and what is the best way to negotiate, and how do you know when it's the final negotiation?
3: Okay, that's a very, very good question. Uh, There's two ways to do it. One, you can use our process because our dealers will give you the exact same price on a purchase or a lease, and they'll show it to you both ways. That makes it real simple. If you don't use our process, the only way to know for sure is to, to take two dealers, compare them to each other, but you gotta make sure all the terms are the same. In other words, a like a MSRP car for the same number of months with the same number of miles with the exact same down payment. And then you can work those two dealers against each other. Dealers like leasing because most of the time they don't disclose the sale price. Now one thing to, to look out for, Rick, incentives are very different when you're leasing and when you're buying. So if you're just shopping price and you're looking at one dealer on a purchase and you're looking at another dealer on a lease, The lease incentives are typically not nearly as good as they are on a purchase. So bear that in mind. But if you'll follow our process with our certified dealers at carprousa.com, you'll get the same price. Lease or purchase, it makes absolutely no difference. And that's just the way we do it. So there, I hope that's helped you. I do have a lot of leasing articles on my FAQ page at carprousa.com. Let's go to Bernie in Westlake Village. Bernie, welcome. Hey, thank you, fellas. Yes, sir. How can we help you?
1: Absolutely, absolutely love your show. I look forward to it every week.
3: You're very kind. Thank you so much. And
1: and it goes for me. It goes beyond cars. You guys have taught me a lot. This is about life because we're driving all the time, and it's such a part of our life. You know, out here, and especially Southern California.
3: Yeah, Bernie, so I got to tell you, the that's a, you that's about as high a compliment as you could pay me. Because I do try to fill in uh, some life lessons right, in this.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, especially when you were talking about running your dealership.
3: Oh, yeah. Well, a whole yeah. lot. Sir. Well, thank you, Bernie. What are you thinking about doing?
1: Well, the good old uh, Honda Pilot versus the Toyota Highlander. Is is the Honda Pilot have that much more cargo space? Because I need the
3: cargo space. No, as a matter of fact, I believe it's going to be the opposite. And here's why I think that. Uh, and you can look you can look at uh, HondaCars.com uh, and Toyota.com, and they'll give you the dimensions under the specs. Every every automotive website has got a specifications page, and it'll give you the exact dimensions inside. Whether you whether it's with the second row seats folded down or not. But the pilot's got slightly more leg room in the third row seat than the Highlander, which usually tells me then they took that space from the cargo area. So I think the Highlander's probably going to have more cargo area, but the, the pilot has got a better has got more room in the third row seat, which may not matter to you. You're looking for cargo area. The other thing to watch for, and yeah. Highlander's really good with this is you want to make sure that second row seat, those second row seats fold flat. They don't all. Some of them have got an angle to them when they're right. folded down, and and that that limits your cargo area as well, or at least it makes it n- less convenient. The Highlander folds are very flat, um, and, and I, I I like the Pilot just fine. Don't get me wrong, but for me. The Highlander just drives better. It's got some really neat features these days. Um, I I think it'd be a close race, but I'd I'd go with the Highlander if it were me. It's also going to be less money, especially the 2019, because they're closing those out.
1: My instincts tell me that the Toyota is going to last longer, like the um, the 4Runner, maybe. Am I right?
3: Well, the 4Runner the same is motor. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The difference is is the the chassis. I mean, the forerunners on a truck chassis, the Highlanders on a car chassis. I think the truck chassis adds life to any SUV, which is why Ford probably just went back to the Explorer being a truck chassis, because the trend is to go to, to, to go to crossovers, which are car chassis. But I, I, th- over the years, I think the Highlander is probably gonna go. Uh, if I had to put a number on it, I'd say fifty thousand more miles. I've seen Highlanders do three hundred thousand miles many times, and I haven't seen that yeah. much with the power. Um, how many miles a year do you drive?
1: Uh, probably fifteen. But what, I, what I do with the vehicle is, I you know, I'll haul some you know back to cement, uh, the construction equipment up and down in the mountains in, in Tahoe. So. Yeah, I, I I beat the heck out of them. I keep them forever. I don't need leather, you know.
3: Just, yeah, just no, reliability I reliability and durability. Well, and. I was kind of headed toward uh, suggesting a hybrid Highlander for you, but scratch that for the use you're doing. Uh, I don't think that's a good. I don't think that would be a good move. I don't think you'd get the money back out of a hybrid. Okay. I appreciate the call, Bernie, and thank you so much for the kind words. Doggone it, you made my day. 800-926-7777, 800-926-7777, carprousa.com. Subscribe to that newsletter today. I promise you we had some fantastic, fantastic articles this week. And, yes, my video beat Kevin's Barely. Man, he had a two-week run. Barely. But it, it doesn't matter. You're the first loser.
0: Since you probably wouldn't jump out of an airplane without a parachute, there's no need to jump into a car, truck, or SUV without letting the car pro help you. Call Jerry Reynolds right now 1 800 926 7777.
2: Kevin McCarthy, Jerry Reynolds, CarPro USA. So we're sitting here at the Houston Auto Show. And while Jerry's talking to somebody, giving him straight talk and honest answers, I see this guy and I go, I know him. Where do I know him from? And then I realize (laughs) it's Jorge Lopez. I've seen his picture on on our website so many times when I've gotten his phone number to give it to people. And I'm sitting there going, wait a minute. It's Saturday, the last weekend of the month. What's he doing at an auto show instead of selling cars? Well, he's doing a selfie video to promote himself. There you go. You met him
3: five years ago when we were here. He came by also. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's He's, Tom Ball Ford, just one of the best.
2: You said he's got his own app now?
3: Oh, yeah. He's got his own app now, the Jorge Lopez app. I've got it on my phone. He does a a great job. Let's go to Bee Cave, Texas. That's near Austin. And talk to Indico. Indico, how can I help you?
4: Well, thank you so much for taking my call. Um, First of all, I've been listening to your show forever, even though I don't know a whole lot about cars. But my husband is ready to uh, replace his Lexus SUV that pretty much drove me to the ground. And I've been trying to talk him into a GLE 250, the small Mercedes SUV. Yeah. Yeah. I've been driving a Mercedes probably for the last, 30 years, and I I'm, I just always had the best experience. And so my question is this. First of all, he said, let's get a pre-owned one to get a better price. Let's look at the 2017, 18, or 19. And um, so my question is, what do you recommend in terms of this particular car, which do you think was the best year? And what would be the best small SUV to get in the mercedes class?
3: Okay. How long do you think he's going to keep this one?
4: You know what? He keeps his car until it literally dies on him. Like this Lexus, we put in almost $16,000 the last five years into it, so it's enough. It has okay. about 170,000 miles on it, and it can, it's time for it to go.
3: Yeah, and, but I'm going to tell you there's a tremendous difference in the cost of maintenance between a Lexus and a Mercedes. And so you, you guys really need to talk about that. Because if he's going to keep it okay. that long, you're going to spend a lot of money on repairs and maintenance. Um, and and the Lexus is just going to... First off, it's not going to have as many repairs as the Mercedes. And when it does have a repair, it's going to be a lot cheaper. Of the luxury brands, mm-hmm. Lexus is the most affordable. Now, with that said, I you know, 2017, 2018... In a certified Mercedes, they tend to be pretty good buys because they take a first-year depreciation that's pretty steep. I mean, most luxury cars yeah. do. And and yeah. it, the the worst is BMW for resale in the first few years, but Mercedes is pretty close to them. So if you find a factory-certified one that's got a lot of warranty on it, uh, that can take you all the way to 100,000 miles, then all you're paying for at least... For that period of time is gonna be the maintenance. Oil changes, the you know, what whatever else Mercedes calls for. And if if you want to go and switch to Mercedes, I just want to give you the good and the bad. The good is they drive great, they're a lot of fun. I love the way Mercedes drives, I love the instrumentation, I love the electronics. I hate what they cost to drive, especially as they age and get more miles. That's when, that's when a Lexus starts to look really, really good to me. So, factor all that in. Just know you're going to spend more on repairs and maintenance with the Mercedes than you are with the Lexus, but you're going to have more fun driving it. Nothing overly exciting about a Lexus. I mean, it's well, there's a few, the, the LC and the RC, but I drove a LS 500 from Dallas to Houston yesterday. I mean, honestly... It was a great ride, but it wasn't exciting at all. Just a, just doggone good cars. So good luck to you.
0: On a fishing show, you get the Carp Pro. But this show has Jerry Reynolds, the Car Pro. Call him now at 1-800-926-7777.
2: Here at CarPro USA, when you contact a dealer through our website, carprousa.com, occasionally there's a CarPro specialist at some of the larger dealerships that just does CarPro listeners. Oh, yeah. But most of the time, you'll be dealing with the general manager, the owner, maybe the sales manager, first. Right. First and last. Yep. They'll see you at the beginning and the end of the deal. And that's why so many of our dealers get five stars, like Humble Hyundai, one of our newest dealers, uh, Carl Krell. Um, yeah, Carl's a great guy. Jeff in Humble said the employees were fair, honest, and straightforward. There were no hidden fees, no tricks. Very easy to work with. Bing, five stars.
3: Tell me, you didn't say Humble.
2: Did I? I probably did. It's Humble. <laughs> you take.
3: Apologize now on behalf. Of me, Because I'm close to you here.
2: Well, Jerry, I asked him, and he said, no, it's humble. Oh, you. Uh, <laughs>
3: <laughs> I learned no. that lesson the hard way many years ago.
2: Well, that's how I learned it, that it was burn it, darn it. Uh, yes. Yeah. Okay, it's and, humble. And, and Buda. And Buda, yes. Um, let's see, another five-star rating for uh, Brant Baker, is it, at Austin Subaru? Yeah. Yeah, uh, Chris said that everybody he encountered at Austin Subaru treated him with courtesy, no pressure. They answered all our questions and tried to make the whole process as easy and stress-free as possible.
3: That's what they do. If you're in the Houston area and you're coming to the show, we're going to be here until 2 o'clock this afternoon. Stop by. We're near the Honda display. In fact, we're right in the middle of the Honda display. Yeah, there's so, a big uh,
2: Accord right behind yeah. us.
3: Yes. Come by and see us. Boy, they got a great lineup of cars here. The new Mach-E Mustang, the Land Rover Defenders here, and that hot new 2020 Chevy Corvette C8.
0: Straight talk and honest answers about everything automotive. Come and get them. From the Car Pro, Jerry Reynolds at 1-800-926-7777.
1: Hey, it's Mark Goodman here. And I'm Alan Light. And on this episode of Sound Up, legendary Heartbreakers guitarist Mike Campbell joins us to discuss Vagabonds, Virgins, and Misfits, the upcoming new album from his band, Mike Campbell and the Dirty Knobs.
2: Also joining us is Eels frontman, Mark Oliver Everett. We'll be talking about their new album, Eels Time. Plus, we've got our new music picks of the week. Sound Up with Mark Goodman and Alan Light. Get it on Pandora, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: Hey there, I'm your host and channeler and medium, bringing you over 30 years of experience to Portal Mystico podcast. I've dedicated my life to uncovering a treasure trove of tools and techniques, and I can't wait to share them with you. Join me on this incredible journey where we'll dive deep into spirituality, astrology, channeling, fitness, the divine feminine, numerology, and various spiritual modalities. And each week you'll receive invaluable insights and interviews that are going to bring you closer to that version of yourself that you want to achieve. Expect captivating interviews with experts, deep dives into metaphysical concepts and practical advice to ignite your creativity and boost your personal growth. I'm your host, Elena Maggio. I'm Porta the Mystico Podcast. Listen to Portal Mystico on Pandora app, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite platform.